we are definitely an everyday smoking couple. Um, the couple that stoners together stays together. Absolutely. That's the expression, right? <laughs> Listen. I, I haven't mean, even been introduced yet. It's rude to me to interrupt. Go ahead. We're, we're, we're stoned and happy. I think that's the secret to making it work. <laughs> Can't be mad at each other if you're too high to care. No. And we have some good laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to the smoke circle. Cindy's smoke circle, to be exact. Um, as you may know, I'm Cindy, and today I am joined by my boyfriend. Hello. And uh, the reason why I'm introducing him is... I just, I want to interrupt. I don't have a name. I'm just my boyfriend. I'm just being goofy. Listen. Listen, listen here, buddy. Listen here, pal. This is what it's like if you're with <laughs> us, by the way. It's just, we, we, we just take polite little jabs at one another. Well, listen. The, the reason why it's so important for me to introduce Brendan on my podcast is because uh, he, he's my partner in crime. And your technical director. And my producer. And producer. And my editor. Yeah, wow. I so wear a lot of hats in this relationship. When, <laughs> also, my personal chef. It feels like work. <laughs> <laughs> this man does it all. No, you make loving you easy. Thank you. Yeah. Aww. Add a little sound clip of aww. Oh, but anyway, uh, the reason why we have him here is because he is doing a lot of work for this podcast. And uh, I think because of him, this podcast was able to kind of lift off out of my head and my dreams and kind of become a reality. And into your ears. And into your ears, listeners. Um, so yeah, this is Brendan. Brendan is uh, just going to be here on my first episode until we can kind of get the ball moving on more um, content that I want to get nailed down. I wanted to just kind of go over some just kind of getting to know me stuff. Yeah. So that way you're not just like, who is this chick and why is she telling me what to do with my yeah. weed? Who is she and how dare she tell me how to smoke my weed? The audacity. The audacity of this lady. No, um, <laughs> honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd vouch for you. If Thank anybody you. was like, do you think she knows what she's talking about? I would be like, absolutely does. Hell yeah. This woman knows more about weed than your average stoner, more than your experienced stoner. <laughs> um, I can vouch. She works in the industry every day, slinging Slinging these bags of dope. Slinging drugs. <laughs> slinging drugs, but like legally. I'm currently wearing a crew neck sweater that says buy weed from women. I really like that sweater, by the way. I do too. Um, we love a woman led industry. We do. Side note. We do. But yeah, so I wanted to have Brennan on here for this first episode just to kind of talk about, you know, our, our cannabis journeys and uh, why we feel like we could sit here and do a podcast about cannabis and weed pot. It's your podcast. I'm along for the ride, baby. <laughs> well, um, I guess to, to start this off, I'm going to talk a little bit about my cannabis journey. Um, dating back to when I was 13 years old. Actually, before that day. Before that day. The public schooling system that failed me. <laughs> <laughs> the public schooling system put me through D.A.R.E. And uh, if you don't know the D.A.R.E. program. You were lucky. You probably enjoy cannabis today. 
but everyone that took the D.A.R.E. program is using cannabis today. Basically, the D.A.R.E. program was a program to keep kids off drugs. By showing them drugs. And showing them how cool they were. But they got me. Hook, line, sinker. I I had I'd been got <laughs> by you the D.A.R.E. program. Gotten. They got me. They brainwashed you. Brainwashed me completely. To this day, I'm 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 still shocked. I mean, you honestly. can still remember the rap. I so can. You have you have literal brainwashing. So the the fifth grade dare program had my face written all over it. Basically, I won the dare essay contest, and I remember how it started. Good job, babe. I remember how it started too. The essay read: Next year, I will be starting the sixth grade. And I just know that I am going to be introduced to so many free drugs, so much free alcohol, and it's going to be basically knocking at my door and trying to, you know, influence the lives of myself and all of my friends in the sixth grade. (laughs) And it is my it is my life's purpose to keep myself and my friends free of drugs. I mean, and they loved it so much. It's a noble cause that they gave me a, a little medal and a certificate. Was, and it, they, was it an actual medal? Yeah. Or was it like some bullshit plastic? Medal? Listen, it was probably some mass produced piece of garbage metal crap. But you know what? It's totally fine. But you know I got what? the medal at the time. Did you wear the medal around? Like, were you proud of it? I, the whole day I got it. The, we had like a whole thing at like a roller rink afterwards, and there you were. I, I'm pretty Cindy. sure that drug free me skating that roller rink <laughs> would never would understand how cool roller skating high is. She would never know. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Wait till thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets better. So I, I I was at that age, cannabis bad. I actually didn't even know the word cannabis. It was just it marijuana. Was just marijuana. Marijuana is bad. Alcohol, bad. And I was, I believed it in my heart and soul that if I touched these, that I was going to become like a heroin addict, you know, like. That's how they get you. That's how they got me. They they showed me someone before and after heroin and then said, don't smoke weed. And I said, okay, you, you sold me. That's, That's all I needed to know. Pish posh. No more research. I don't want to know anything else. I am sold. Yeah. All done. But um, then I grew up and uh, at 13 years old. Still felt the same way I did and in the fifth grade. Weed bad. Weed bad. And uh, my dad was like, hey, you guys have to come. You guys, meaning me and my brother, have to come with me to a book signing. And we were like, okay. And I was like, who for? And he's like, ah, oh, this, uh, this guy, like, he's a stoner and uh, comedian, musician. And I would love to see him. I'd love to get his book. And I was like, okay. Stoner. My dad. Stoner. What? Hmm? What? So we go to this book signing, and uh, it's Tommy Chong. We went to a Tommy Chong book signing in Chicago. It's pretty rad, though. It was really freaking rad. And I didn't realize the impact that that day had on me. Not not But I'm assuming now you know, because it's kind of obvious. Yeah, you little stoner. Yeah, Tommy Chong stood... Two, two, he had, we had one row of people in front of us and he was probably the distance that we're at right now. We're yeah. sitting right across from each other and about three feet. he was talking about cannabis and the spiritual benefits and, 
you know, just growing up in in a time where we've criminalized and took cannabis for what it is, knowing what it is, and just crushed it and created the stigma yeah. on it. And I just remember sitting there and just being like, oh, my gosh, what if this crazy old guy is right? What if this old man's got it all together? What if this guy isn't crazy? So I, I went home and I started doing research. And uh, that's kind of why I jokingly say Tommy Chong inspired me to be the stoner I am today. I would um, say he did, honestly. He did. He has a, a huge spot in my heart, truthfully. Um, so, yeah, Tommy Chong, huge, huge, huge influence in my passion for cannabis. I think that's what inspired me because I was like, how could someone be so passionate about something so bad? Yeah. And then when I started researching it and realizing it was a medicine and that it was a spiritual benefit to it. And, oh, my God, that opened my eyes at 13 and off record, I was I was partaking cannabis way too young after that point. That is that is on the record. There is a recording of that. Oh, no. Oh, no. People are going to know I'm a stoner. People um, are going to know that what I did years, dec- a decade and a half ago. 15 years ago almost. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. So your first yeah. experience with cannabis was Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong was my first Mine, experience. Mine, I didn't have the D.A.R.E. program. I didn't have that at my grade school because we were a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. Can we swear? Do you want me to bleep that? You know what? Um, we're all adults. We're all 21 plus. And I say as long as it's professional yeah. swearing, then sure. Okay. We were all a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was something that we didn't need because none of us were doing drugs. None of us were drinking because we were too focused on school. When I got into high school, I got, you know, pressured to do some alcohol. I wasn't really a drinker. My parents were super against drinking and smoking substances, substances. I was a avid tobacco user since I've been 16. Since I've been like 13, 14, I've been an avid tobacco user. Yeah. Nicotine is always one of my drugs of choice. Um, but I didn't smoke pot for the first time until college. And I, like many people, didn't get really high the first time. Um, and I enjoyed it. I always enjoy it. But um, it wasn't until like three, four, five times smoking where I was like, oh, this is something I really get behind. Yeah. Um, so it was much later in life for me that I was, I've only been smoking cannabis or consuming cannabis about 10 years. Yeah. Because it started when I was like 18, 19. So yeah. 28, 28, 29 now. So I wasn't really, really smoking 10 years. And I've really only been doing like, like, you know, you're, in, uh, you're young and you're 22. You're just like, oh, I smoke weed every day. Oh, but like. Now it's like I use it for different things. I use different types of weed or different types of cannabis for different parts of my day or different ailments or different feelings. And I'm much more educated now. And a lot of that I, I, I attribute to you yeah. and your education of um, cannabis. So I think well, that's I think cool. that plays into my experience at the dispensary because before I had the dispensary job, we were smokers because we were smokers. Yeah. And it 
truly didn't really matter what strain we got. Yeah, we were always big we on like whatever, like, whatever, whatever hybrid or hybrid sativa. or sativa. And we kind of just stuck to hybrid and sativa, mostly sativas. We found ones we liked and we stuck with yeah. like certain strains. But for the most part, we weren't like we didn't really know what we were getting. Yeah. We didn't really know what strain we were smoking. Sometimes we would know, but like you don't know the percentages. You don't know when it was, you know, harvested. You don't know any of that information. Yeah. So I think like when I joined or when I joined, when I joined the dispensary, when I. <laughs> when I joined the weed dispensary unit. <laughs> Salutes. Hoorah. Hoorah. No, but when I, when I joined the, the dispensary, I remember just being like so eye-opened to, or it was a very eye-opening experience looking at the menu yeah, and having to learn the menu and then going, holy crap. There's so much. There's so much more that we are not using. And then with more education, I realized, oh, you don't have to get rip-roaring high every time to enjoy no, it. No, you and can just get a little bitsy high. Or, or you can just rub a topical on your knee if it's sore. Well, not only that, but, like, let's just bring it down to basics. Yeah. Let's bring it down to basics. For us, we were just like, we just want the energy, you know, because we work crazy hours and do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, we just wanted the energy. So, yeah, of course, we're going to stick to a sativa. And that was all we were smoking for a while was sativas, day and night, day and night, day and yeah. night. Then wondering, oh, why aren't we sleeping? Yeah. Oh, well, let's go smoke because we can't sleep. Then we're up longer because, again, we're smoking sativa. We're smoking sativa, yeah. So at the dispensary, someone, you know, everyone's talking about their favorite indigo strains. And I'm like, I don't like indigo. Well, why don't you? Well, I, I just don't like it because it makes me cough. It's too heavy. Well, when are you using these indigas? Well, I mean, whenever. Well, there's different strains for different times of the day or different. Like, if you need the energy, then you might want to smoke a sativa. If you, you know, need to sleep. Smoke an indica. If you just want to chill and be social, a nice hybrid will do. And I never really understood that concept until seeing all the different strains. And then. And then, like, some indicas will, like, make you feel different. Like, some are just really heavy and slump you. And some are just, like, a really light dusting of, like, I feel kind of relaxed. Especially for, like, me, I have awful pain. So it's like sometimes it could be the middle of the day Yeah. and a nice indica will help take out the pain, but it's not knocking me out. Yeah. Like I said, like a nice sprinkling of like yeah. relief. It just like will soothe my body mm-hmm. just enough where I'm not focused on that pain and then my mind feels relaxed. And then yeah. I am then no longer yeah. stressing about my pain. Yeah, and that's the thing with, like, that's why I usually avoided Indicas before I'd buy, like, legally before it was, you know, we, I'll admit, I, before weed was legalized, I bought from the street. Yeah. And if you buy an Indica from the street, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. On average. So I would avoid them whole, like, wholeheartedly. Well, you don't know anything because, about the sativa either. Yeah, but I usually felt like when I get a sativa, I would just enjoy it regular, like, better. Because I like most sativas I smoke. Yeah. So if I don't, if I only like three or four indica strains, and I don't know what I'm getting off the street, I usually just would avoid indicas. There's a higher chance that you're not going to enjoy that high. Yeah. So that poses, you know, the question, when you were smoking, you know, pre-legalization... 
what was that main pur- purpose? Was it to get It was get never high? important until post-college. Like yeah. when I was like 25, 26. Yeah. Because I would just be like, ah, oh, this is weed. I would just use it to get high and just be rip-roaring high and feel good. But when I started like getting more into like, oh, I have to not smoke during the day because I have a functioning adult job. So like I can't get away with like doing my current job baked. Right. Couldn't do it. So I have to be like precise with when I smoke or particular with what I want to smoke or how much I smoke. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I don't have to go into work for another 14 hours so I can get a little more baked. Or if I have to start a Saturday and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really sluggish. I'll rip a sativa pen just to like wake me up a little bit. It's um, I'm a lot more careful i guess or like measured with how i'm using cannabis yeah before legalization for me um i mean it all it started off with i'm curious and i'm experimenting yeah and then i really liked how it made me feel and i also with my brain i have a, a racing brain where my brain is thinking of five different things at once and i could be talking to you and I could be thinking of something else and I could be singing a song all at once. Yeah. And it's just very overwhelming. ADD. So yeah, of course, you know, <laughs> there was the ADD way of saying I have ADD. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's not wrong. And so no. here I am, you know, cause I have ADD. I get it when I smoke. And then I feel that rush where it feels like my, my, brain has slowed down enough for me to fully understand what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, So for me, it did start off with just experimenting and then it goes, oh, I am able to think clearly. I'm able to function in a way that. For the most part, yeah. Is unlike what I'm used to, which is. It's a more comfortable feeling. Very comfortable. You're not feeling anxious in your body. Like I have anxiety. I have bipolar too. Depression comes with that. ADD. So, like, I have all the same thing. And I take medicine. Those are great. Those help. Yeah. Cannabis gives me that extra sort of relief, especially in, like, mid-panic attacks, mid-rapid cyclings, Mm -hmm. or, like, if I'm just, like, having a bad fucking day. Right. Cannabis can really just help me relieve that. Well, I think the coolest thing about that is, well, I am a medical patient, um... And I think that one of the most amazing things is that we have several products on hand right now that are A, fast acting, B, different dosages, and C, different strain types. So if at any moment my PTSD kicks in, I can say, okay, what am I needing right now? And I can quickly go through what I have and I know how they work. And I know that response time and I know how it's going to make me feel. Yeah. And I've never had that before. And I think that is so relieving because I know so many people use cannabis because they found it as a way to soothe and to heal whatever pain they're feeling or yeah. to help clear their head or to help them get through their day. It's and a multi-purpose thing. Oh, yeah. But like 
Now I know like if I wake up one morning and I'm having one of those groggy mornings, I can't get out of bed, but I don't, I'm so groggy, which is most mornings. It was just what I was which so, is usually my every day. I'm so groggy. I can't get out of bed. And then I just know, Hey, in my purse, I have my 1906 go drops. I can pop one, one or two of those and it gives me just enough energy where I'm not feeling like I'm like gonna explode and crash and burn. Yeah. But it's I can't like slam into Oh my god, bowls. yeah, I could get through my day. Yeah, it's I've I can also attest to those. Those those go drops are great. Yeah. The go, the bliss, and the genius I've tried. Yeah. I I, I like comboing the go and the genius a lot. My combo is the bliss and the go. Yeah. Because it gives me that euphoric like I'm just so happy and yeah. I don't know why I'm just happy The go in the bl- in the, f- the f- genius ones are great for me because I, my job requires a lot of multitasking and a lot of like intense focus. So like keeping me awake, keep me focused, like the, the genius along with like my, my pharmaceutical medications, like my big pharma drugs, essentially, that I take for concentration. Oh man, I rip through things. It's great. I love those. Absolutely. No, we've actually had. We've tried all of them. All of them except for midnight. Yeah, we haven't tried the sleep ones, but that's because I usually don't enjoy an edible for sleep because I'm too groggy in the morning. I also feel like they, if I'm not mistaken. But I've never tried them, so I can't speak to them. Disclaimer. Ones. Disclaimer. I think they stopped making those because I've never seen them in our dispensary. Yeah. Ever. I've, I've never tried them, but I never, I never go for nighttime edibles. Yeah. Because they are too powerful for me. For me, I have to do like half of one because yeah. indicas hit me hard. And I feel like indicas a lot of it has to hard. do with the fact that we smoked solely sativa yeah. for so long that indicas literally put us it on our really, ass. It really does depend. Cause I took a, an Indica dab out of your Carta the other night or out of the Carta the other night. And like, I was still up feeling pretty good for a good amount of time until I started being like, Oh, I'm tired. But it was a very like slow descent into sleepiness. It was yeah. very nice. It was actually the preferred method. I would love to Indica. Yeah. It was very like, landing the plane gradually versus like I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I start yawning and I'm like, Oh, I'm so far. Yeah. It was a very good. And I really wish I remember which jar I grabbed. It was dark. And I went this one, you know, that's what I'm a not. I, the, one of the things I'm not so crazy about is the labeling on packages for extracts. If you're going to give me, a giant box with a I, tiny jar, but the labels on the outside of the box that I I'm going it. to throw I away. I never know what's what. I'm not going to keep that box. It should be on the <laughs> jar top. At this least makes the me name. Very upset. I feel like the name of the strain and the strain type should be. It's on easy it. enough. It's easy enough. You can give me every other information on the packaging. Great, fine, perfect. Give me name. Indica sativa hybrid, pretty, pretty please, on top of all the wax packages. I know it's not your job, but it should definitely be included. You would make a very good point. It makes Thank me you. very upset. Yeah, that does frustrate me. Because we have 
how many jars of extract? Way too a many. A few. And I don't know what four or five of them are. Yeah. And that's the thing is like today when I went over to a friend's house just to have a little girl's night and uh, smoke, I brought my cardo along and uh, brought some waxes. And they were like, oh, cool. What'd you bring? I'm like, I don't know. I know I know the cultivator because I know the jars and what they look like, but I couldn't tell you what strain was inside. Yeah. Just because, like, it's so inconvenient to have the boxes because they're so big. Yeah. Frustrating. Well, this uh, this has been a really good talk, but I do have a really good question for you. Yeah, what's up? So if you could pick your dream smoke sesh, this could be celebrities, cartoon characters, Famous stoners, dead or okay. alive. All right. Uh, Jack Black, Seth Rogen. Because I feel like their energies would match really well with mine. Like, we're all kind of a little goofy, and I feel like it would be a really good time. Uh, and then probably, is there like a limit or like how many, like four, including no, just, myself? Dude, just throw out some. I would probably just say Seth Rogen, myself, and... Um, I really want to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg just once to say, like, I did it and to see, like, his side of everything. Yeah. Like, because we grew up vastly different. Right. Grossly different from one another. So I would really love to hear his journey and just, like, have him talk about it. And then Paul Rudd is my wild card because I don't know if he smokes weed, but I feel like he would be a blast to be high with. I... I why I have this feeling deep in my soul. I know he does, but I, he's, it's never been confirmed. So I'm always just like, man, if I could just light a joint with Paul Rudd and have a great time, like it, yeah. he would be like, I love you, man. I feel like every time he gets high, I'd be like, yeah, let's just be best friends and like hang out with somebody for a day. I would love, to, I would love to do a make yeah. a wish where I'm not like, <laughs> it's not a make a wish, but like you know, you get like one wish from a genie or something. Yeah. Like I want to smoke with Paul Rudd, but like on a group, a Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Paul Rudd. Jack Black and Seth Rogen would be good. It might change later, but that's what I'm thinking of now. Cool, cool. You? I like it. What about uh, you? For me, I got to throw Tommy Chong on there just because it's it's really a full circle story for me. Yeah, I figured he would be on yours. Yeah, Tommy Chong for sure. Um, I was going to say Seth Rogen, but I'm you going to... Say Seth Rogen. No. He's not exclusive to my circle. He's exclusive to your circle. You already said him. Are we going to knock people off the list if everyone comes on this podcast? Like, <laughs> no, Brendan already chose Snoop Dogg. You can't Wouldn't that him. be a dream? Yo, if anyone has any connections to my boy Tommy Chong, we'll get there. please let him know. We'll get there. I'm I'm dying to chat with him after We can do Zoom, X phone, amount of years. Skype, smoke signals. Listen, man, smoke signals with Tommy Chong. Let's make it happen. Mm. But Tommy Chong is on my, my I hope I can smoke with one day um, list. I would love to smoke with, I feel like Dave Grohl would be fun Dave to smoke Grohl, with. Dave Grohl, but I don't think he just smokes anymore. I, it, this, this is, is a dream. yeah. It's a dream. Hypothetical. Dave Grohl would be a good one. Um, Obviously, Harry Styles. Because Harry Styles. That is just because I'll make you Harry smiles. <laughs> Gross. No, I don't like. Guy. I don't like thinking about Harry and smiles in the same sentence. I have a Harry smile because I have a beard. You sure do. Um, Harry Styles and who's gonna be my wild card? 
Martha Stewart. Huh? Martha Stewart. No. 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 Betty uh, White. That's your wild R.I.P. card. R.I.P. Baby. <laughs> yeah, you said dead or alive. Uh, no, I would say dead or alive. I'm gonna pick one more. Let's see how good you are at editing all this shit out. No, I like to hear the thought process. Oh God. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm Just nervous. Just pick anybody now. You can change your answer. Every episode is yours. Okay. I would pick. Don't look at the wall for inspiration. It's got no celebrities. I look at floor. You know what? That's going to be my list. Yeah, you're trying to force something. I'm trying to force something, and I can't think of it. And if it wasn't that natural, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Jenna Marbles. Sure. Jenna Marbles. Yeah, I know who she is, but I I couldn't quote her off the top of my head. And uh, I end that question with saying, you know what, Internet? You owe Jenna Marbles a huge apology. She was a saint on the Internet, and you guys treated her like crap. Go apologize. I'm sorry on behalf of something I never did. As you freaking should be. Yeah, you're right. Horrible man I am. (laughs) Treating Jenna Marbles the way I did when I was not even a watcher. (laughs) A watcher. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining the Smoke Sesh today. Um, I am so excited just to get to know you guys a little bit better. Uh, This was a nice little intro to me and my team, Brendan. Uh, But I also have some awesome friends joining the team to help me out with music and art and some awesome stuff that you guys are going to come up, uh, get to see. So uh, stay tuned and uh, we will get you some more content very shortly. Hopefully, uh, we'll get some good education podcasts coming up soon. All right. Signing off. Stay high.